Michael Bay is not back with this latest Transformers uh, movie. And pay attention here to this episode. Stay tuned so you can find out if this Transformers movie, Transformers Rise of the Beast, is Optimus Prime or Optimus Grime. Stay tuned. Roll that intro. Hey, all you beautiful movie-loving people out there, live from a red carpet somewhere, surrounded by celebrities, this is the Movies America Podcast with Van Ebert, where movie reviews meet cold brews. Van will review your favorite, and maybe not so favorite movies, while enjoying some ice-cold beers and saying cheers. Now let's head into the theater and join our illustrious movie reviewer du jour, who's no doubt got the beer ready to pour, Van Ebert. What's up, my fellow movie maniacs, my fellow freedom-fueled film fanatics? Welcome to this latest episode of Movies America, and this is a Transformers Rise of the Beast edition of this spoiler-free episode of Movies America, okay? So come on in, have no fear. You are not going to have to worry about spoilers in this bad boy right here, okay? So just uh, come on in, sit down, relax, put your feet up, and uh, I'm going to give you an in-depth look, spoiler-free, of course, again, of Transformers Rise of the Beast, yes. And as you know, if you've seen any of my fellow episodes or my 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 past episodes let's go let's go on board let's go those i should say um i start out with just kind of a doing a little bit of the synopsis here just so you know what we're talking about okay and so this movie uh, takes place in the 90s okay 1994 to be specific so it's it's after the 1987 of bumblebee but before the time period of all the Michael Bay Transformers movies, like like the 2000s, that kind of thing, okay? And this one stars uh, Anthony Ramos, uh, or Ramos, however you want to say that, uh, from like Hamilton and A Star is Born and In the Heights. And he plays Noah Diaz, and he's like our main protagonist in this and uh, so we start out the movie where it just introduces you to like the big baddie, uh, you know, the big creature, the big villain up in the sky somewhere, you know, because there's always going to be a big baddie, right? And uh, typically in Transformers movies, the big baddie wants to take over the world or destroy it or something to that effect. Same deal here, okay? So we, we are introduced to the big baddie up in the sky, up in outer space, okay? And then after that, then yes, they cut to Noah D- Noah Diaz. I think he's from Brooklyn or something like that. I can't. I don't know how. I don't remember that because he mentions it like so many times in the movie. Okay. Uh so he's yeah yeah he's like ex army intelligence guy or you know electronics tech or something like that. Okay. He's just trying to make it through life. His little brother has got uh, sickle cell uh, disease, sickle cell anemia or something like that. Uh, his mom is a struggling, you know, single mother. And uh, then we have Dominique uh, Fishback, uh, which actually sounds like a Bond girl name, okay, if you think about it, uh, Dominique Fishback. And she is pretty much the, she plays the convenient expert slash exposition dumper, uh, otherwise known as Leah. That's Her actual character name is Leah uh, in this. And so she knows a lot about like hieroglyphics and ancient things. She's kind of like, uh, a female Indiana Jones, okay, 
And so the beginning of the movie, we cut we cut back over to a planet that has like the 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 rise of the beasts um, or uh, the like the the beast like transformers uh, in here. You blew it. Um, and so they got the transformers that like they have uh, Optimus Primal. He's like the the the, the transformer looks like a gorilla. You got the eagle. Uh, flying over and whatnot. So those creatures, okay? So they're on their planet, and they're trying to escape from one of the henchmen of the big baddie, and they're trying to protect uh, basically what the what what is the MacGuffin in this movie. There's always, like, something they have to protect and can't let the bad guys get their hands on, that kind of thing, right? And uh, so they've got one of those uh, in this movie, and so they're trying to keep it away from the bad guys. The You know, they might get away, they might not. I'm not trying to spoil this movie, okay? And but just keep in mind that there's something that the bad guys can't get their hands on. Otherwise, the jig is up. We're all going to hell, you know, like uh, you know the the end of the world. And so so they uh, they're trying to keep that away from the bad guys. They cut to Earth. There's Noah uh, Noah Diaz in Brooklyn, and he's down on his luck. And then he turns to a life of crime, and through that he meets one of the Transformers, and uh, then. Uh, the convenient expert slash exposition dump. She unlocks some some super secret important object, and that signals the bad guys to come on down. And so the movie jumps off from there. It just progresses from there or regresses, depends on how you feel about the movie. How dare you? Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so we got Peter Cullen. He's back as a voice. Of uh, Optimus Prime, yes. And then the other various Transformers are voiced by the likes of like Pete Davidson, Michelle Yeoh, uh, you've got Ron Perlman, Hellboy, and Sons of Anarchy, uh, Peter Dinklage, so with Tyrion Lannister. Um, and again, like I said, this is set in 1994. And actually, this is the first Transformers movie not named Bumblebee that isn't actually directed uh, by uh, Michael Bay, but he is a producer on this. All right, let's move on. Now, this show is spoiler-free, but this Thursday night, the show Movies America Spoiler Warning is going to spoil you rotten, yes. Uh, Unless you've seen it, then obviously nothing's going to get spoiled, okay? But I'm going to get spoilery for everybody that hasn't seen it, so I I would not recommend watching uh, the show this Thursday night that, again, is called... Movies America, spoiler warning, and I am going to unleash all kinds of spoilers about Transformers Rise of the Beast, okay? That's the show where you get to join me live for an in-depth discussion of this movie, okay? You can ask me questions, you can live chat with me, ask me questions, put in comments, whatever. You can even put a poop emoji in there in the live chat if you want, okay? I just want to hear from you, okay? Uh, and again, that's via live chat on Rumble and YouTube, and that's where you can find the show on Rumble and YouTube. And again, it's called Movies America. Spoiler warning. Now, last week, I didn't have a live show uh, because actually I was out in Dallas and I was uh, rubbing elbows with the Friday Night Tights uh, crew, okay? Geeks and Gamers and Nerd Rotic, uh, all those guys there, Chris Gore. And and others, uh, Lila Hart, the comedian, uh, comedian uh, Lila Hart, and so that's why I didn't have a live show last week. So on this week's 
Movies America, spoiler warning. I'm going to show some pictures, maybe some video of all that. So if you're fans of those guys, the Geeks and Gamers, Nerd Rotic Crew, uh, yeah, go ahead and tune in for that. It's going to be extra reason to tune in, okay? Uh, but the show is going to come on Thursday night, and that's 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Uh, so that's 6 Central, 5 Mountain Time, okay? And, uh, yeah, just wait till Thursday. You're going to see the links to the show on my Twitter, at MoviesMerica, okay? Or on Rumble and YouTube on Thursday, you can just search for Movies America. Now, word of caution with YouTube, because YouTube is stupid. Uh, if you try to search for Movies America, it's going to try to search for Movies America. Okay? No. Just search for Movies America. And then right below where you actually put in Movies America, it's going to say, search instead for Movies America. Click on that, and that'll jostle... Uh, YouTube's brain actually search for what you specifically typed in, okay? <laughs> All right, so again, yeah, this Thursday night at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, 6 Central, 5 Pacific. I definitely want to see you there. I have to say it, this movie is unoriginal as hell. The MacGuffin in this movie resembles so many MacGuffins from other movies, you know, it gets discovered, and it gets activated, and then it signals the bad guys, you know, where to come. And it just reminds me of, you know, like how Superman, it, uh, you know, triggered the homing beacon on the scout ship in Man of Steel. And then that, that triggered or signaled General Zod to come to Earth. It just was just like that, okay? Um, and then also at the end, there's like this structure that gets destroyed. And the structure... It looks like they pretty much like took the sh all the shots from Mordor being destroyed from Lord of the Rings: Return of the King and just plop you know plopped it in this movie and made a little change here or there. Uh, so another unoriginal uh, thing, it, you know, because it just seems like there's always some big building or big fortress or big temple or big something that always gets destroyed at the end of these things. Then uh, you have a major character. Uh, gets recruited for a certain secret organization at the end. Uh, just like, you know, how Tony Stark got recruited to S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end of Iron Man uh, 2. Uh, and then you've got other examples of that in, in way too many other movies as well. Uh, you also get the way too common main character. Feels like giving up at a rock bottom moment. But wait, a loved one gives them a pep talk moment that you see in so many other movies. Uh, also, you have, like, the deadly, the deadly creatures that are portrayed as so much more powerful and so much faster. You know, they're just faster and powerful as hell. But somehow, they just can't quite catch the main characters of the movie. Pardon me? Okay. <laughs> I just, the, the, the human characters are slower and weaker, but these... Deadly creatures can't catch them. All the human characters have to do is like do a little shimmy to the left, <laughs> and, the, and the characters can't catch them. Okay, I'll take insultingly stupid plot armor for five hundred five hundred dollars. Alex, man, I blew that line. <laughs> yeah, I was I was getting some serious uh, phone this one into one eight hundred half ass vibes in this movie. We interrupt this regularly scheduled Movies America episode 
to ask you to subscribe to this channel and like this video and also hit that notification bell down there so you get notified when a hot, sizzling, piping new episode of Movies America is ready just for you, okay? And then also, get down on those comments down below this episode, all right? I, I, you know, ask me questions, comment in there, uh, give me some tips, you know, hey, maybe you think I can improve somewhere, or maybe, you know, you want to tell me, hey, I think you do this great, or whatever, okay? And then also, go to tdpn.locals.com if you would, okay? TDPN as in Till Death Podcast Network, okay? And that's where we have all our articles and our blogs and our videos, all about movies and entertainment and fantastic drink recipes and hot-button topics of the day and politics. And you're going to get all of that in a, in a fashion, in a style you won't see anywhere else. Trust me, okay? And right now, if you go to that website and you put in promo code TDPN, uh, you're going to get a one-month free, okay? All right, and that's going to allow you to take part and uh, cool stuff we have there called Movies America Mad Libs. And, yeah, check that out when you're on the website. Just read all about it. You'll, you'll, you'll see exactly what it's all about. All right, on with the show. Anthony Ramos just tries to have some level of charisma in this, but he just can't pull it off. I mean, he's chock full of charisma in musicals like Hamilton and In the Heights, but... You know, and let me, I'll, I'll give the guy some credit. The dude can sing and dance. If you've seen him in Hamilton and in the Heights, the guy's got it, okay? However, when he doesn't have either of those things to fall back on, he really is the cure for insomnia, okay? At least in this movie, he is. And then we have Dominique Fishback, again, the Bond girl, okay? <laughs> who, who, who sounds like a Bond girl with that name? Dominique Fishback. What does she do in this? Well, she pretty much breathes oxygen in this, and that's it, okay? Now, she's supposed to be like the 337 female Tony Starks slash girl bosses you see in the MCU uh, nowadays. You know, girls that didn't go to public school in the last 20 years. <laughs> but like I said, she's pretty much just a convenient expert slash exposition dumper, okay? So... Too bad for her. And the rest of the cast in this, they're pretty much as close to NPCs as you can get. And this movie really is meant to make the Transformers Transformers stand out, but they fail at even that, okay? We really don't see the Transformers do anything in this movie that we haven't already seen in all the Michael Bay movies. Now, I know it sounds like all I'm doing is crapping all over this movie, but there are a few things in this that I did like. I did like how the character of Mirage, the Transformer Mirage, was able to create mirages of himself, of course, uh, during a chase scene. It was like be able to, some police were chasing them, and he just made you know copies or mirages of, uh, of him as the Porsche Transformer, okay? Um, and then also I thought the Beast Wars Transformers, uh, like Cheetor or Erezor and Optimus Primal, I thought they were designed very well. They looked uh, pretty good. And then also, this movie being set in the 90s uh, provided an excuse to put some kick in hip-hop uh, in this from the 90s, of course. Uh, you get Wu-Tang, Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all. Uh, a tribe called Quest. You get Biggie. You get Black Sheep. And then also you get LL Cool J. 
and a rare, somewhat pump-you-up scene in this that involves uh, Bumblebee, okay? And then, uh, you know, no spin doctors in this, I guess. Um, you know, I guess spin doctors wouldn't really fit within the hip-hop urban feel of this particular Transformers flick, okay? Cree. Bye, Felicia. Okay. <laughs> um, and then even the soundtrack has its moments. Um, now, it's done by Jonique Bontemps uh, instead of Steven Jablonski, who did the soundtrack to all the Michael Bay Transformers movies, okay? But it does sound like Jablonski did help out with the score in this in some capacity, at least according to the end credits uh, in this movie. And uh, pretty much at the beginning of this movie, when they're introducing the big baddie up in outer space, okay, uh, they do. You do get some industrial, like big bass booming riffs uh, that basically force you to really pay attention. The good Lord up above must have known that I was thirsty because you just made it brew review time. Yep. And uh, this Brew Review Times uh, Lucky Beer is, if you will give me un momento. We have here the St. Bernardus Tokyo. Yes, St. Bernardus Tokyo. And this is like a mix or a hybrid between like a white beer and a Cezanne. And it's 6% alcohol by volume. Hopefully you guys can see that right there. Um, and it's brewed in uh, Watu, Belgium. Okay, so it's coming from our Belgium brothers and sisters over there. And the reason it's named Tokyo is because this brewery, about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more than that now, uh, they actually opened up a St. Bernardus themed bar in the Japanese capital, Tokyo, there. And then uh, they had a Japanese brewer, I believe, that actually brewed this or came up with a recipe for it. And then, like, a Belgian guy came up with a design for the can or bottle, depending on what you have uh, right there. But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's got uh, – it's like a wheat beer. It kind of looks like a golden ale. But, like I said, it's really like a mix between a white beer and a Cezanne. And, uh, you know what? Hey, enough yapping about it. Let me t- Let me get a drink of this bad boy, if you will allow me. Oh yeah! All right. So hey, with that, let's make this a let's make this a quickie. That's brew review time. The screenplay is unintentionally hilarious. It's basic and it's half-assed. Just think about your typical Fast and Furious movie screenplay, but dumbed down for like a remedial learning class. We get your "That's how we do it." That's what I'm talking about. And another genius line of, uh, he eats planets, so like way bigger than a planet. And of course the classic, let's do this. Amazingly enough, we don't get any punch it, punch it, that we get dependably in all the Fast and Furious uh, movies. And frankly, that did put me in a brief, delicate, depressed emotional state, okay? Um, now, Vin Diesel apparently was not uh, called in to spruce up this screenplay, I and mean, that's obvious, okay? Now, I don't expect a Transformers movie to have, like, an Aaron Sorkin screenplay. However, something that doesn't sound like it was written in crayon would be nice. 
Now, to be fair, the Michael Bay movies also, for the most part, had screenplays tailored for a mouth-breathing audience. Uh, now, the character of Mirage, uh, the char- that character has the ultimate groan and vomit-inducing line in the entire movie. Believe me, you'll know it when you hear it. Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about a product that you're definitely going to use if you like to go out and have a good time. And that's called Nature Clear Recovery Powder. And what is that? Well, it's a powder that you can take in order to prevent you from getting a hangover when you go out there and hit the nightlife and whatnot. You hit the clubs, okay? And it just comes in these packets, just like this right here. And you just put it in like 12 ounces of water or like a bottle of water. Shake that up. And chug that uh, before you go out and uh, hit the clubs. And you don't have to worry about having a hangover. I mean, I don't care how many shots you're having, okay? But if you're in the middle of clubbing, you know, if you're out there partying and you're like, you know, 13 tequila shots in, you're like, oh, my God, I forgot to take my nature clear. Don't don't worry, okay? You're still, you're still in a good place. Just go home and take your nature clear then. And you're good to go, okay? And it also helps you recover from smoking and vaping, okay? So this stuff is pretty much the Swiss Army knife of recovery, okay? So in order to get it, all you have to do is click on the link in the description down below, the Nature Clear link, okay? And then just pick the products, the Nature Clear products that you want, get it in the carts, and in the promo code field, just put in promo code MOVIES, yes. And you're going to get up to 25% off your next Nature Clear order with that, okay, with that promo code of movies, okay? So, again, get yourself some Nature Clear, all right? All right, let's uh, let's keep going. Well, we've come to the part that we do in every episode where we ask if this movie is really a woke after-school special. It is a, it is a bit uh, with the overall vibe of the minority characters having to deal with the hardships that, of course, are caused by evil white people, okay? You know, you have a job interview for Noah that gets canceled by, guess who? A white guy. Uh, then you have Leah or the convenient expert slash exposition dumper, uh, and she is an intern uh, for an oppressive ungrateful, fraudulent, wait for it, white woman. Yes, yes. You're supposed to learn that white people, with all their privilege, just have it easy and don't have to struggle like these poor, virtuous minorities have to, okay? I mean, Noah's mother in this even blurts out a crack about white people that if you put any other race in that statement you'd get canceled faster than you can say double standard, okay? Can I top off your identity politics, sir? (laughs) Okay. Stephen Capel Jr., who is the director of this, even makes sure to mention in a BET interview that this film is about Latin and black culture. Yes. Um, Funny enough, I thought it was supposed to be about, like, these big, badass metal creatures fighting each other. That's what I thought it was all about. But, uh, hey, you know, who, who knew, right? Um, now, I wouldn't have wanted Michael Bay to come out and say all his movies were about white culture. I mean, that would have been just as dumb, okay? Now, that being said, with this movie, there's nothing as blatantly groan-inducing as your pro-trans formers. 
grooming your kids for God knows what pronouns episode of the the cartoon, the Transformers uh, Earth Spark uh, cartoon that we saw recently, uh, you know, was out there uh, for your children's consumption. Uh, now, apparently, the LGHDTV loving writers of that cartoon are Optimus primed and ready to groom your kids. I know, I know, I just won't stop asking you to subscribe to this channel and like this video and then hit that notification bell down below. Again, to get notified whenever there is a hot, new, piping, sizzling, hot, that made no sense, uh, episode of Movies America ready especially for you, okay? And then, as I always say, get in those comments down below this episode there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I want to hear from you, okay? And then, again, another reminder to get to tdpn.locals.com, if you would, please. And uh, you can check out all our content uh, there, uh, blogs and videos and articles about, you know, all kinds of topics, okay? And right now, if you put in promo code TDPN again, uh, you're going to get one month free of tdpn.locals.com, okay? So we're trying to hook you up, okay? We want to hear from you. We want you to be part of the Till Death Podcast Network family, okay? All right. And then even after that month's up, it's only $3 minimum uh, a month to uh, be a member. And as a member of that uh, website, you're going to get uh, access to all kinds of things that non-members don't get access to. No, because they're not special like you, okay? <laughs> all right, let's move on. Bailiff, may I have the jury's ruling? Thank you, thank you. On the count of whether this is a movie that you should go and see at the theaters, this jury says, not guilty. You should not go see this movie at the theaters, okay? Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Uh, you know what? Just wait till it comes on, like, for free, like, late night on, you know, ABC and NBC or something like that. You know, you're, like, waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, scratching your belly button, and this happens to come on. Maybe watch it then, okay? All right? Because even the worst of the Michael Bay Transformers movies is better than this pile, Okay? Um, I really, just to be honest with you, I had to make sure that my lounger chair was in its most full upright position the entire movie to keep me from dozing off, all right? And I don't know how many times, you know, hand went to face, you know, like, oh, God, whenever I, whenever I heard certain lines and that kind of thing. So, yeah, so don't waste your time, okay? All right, but, hey, I appreciate you uh, watching. I have been your humble host, Van Ebert, okay? And with that, everybody, hey, get out there. Those movies aren't going to watch themselves. Ciao.